Alright everybody, hello, how are you doing? This is S. Anthony Thomas. This is the S. Anthony Thomas Show. Uh, for those of you that are new, I tend to tell stories, uh, sometimes they're a little weird, sometimes it's a little uh, too personal. This falls into both categories, too weird and too personal. <laughs> and I hope you enjoy it, my friends. Um, there's levels to this thing called life. And you're going to know what I'm talking about when you listen to this episode. So check it out. Enjoy. Ooh. 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 Just listen. All right, everybody. Um, You know what? I've gotten to the point now where I feel very, very comfortable with you guys telling you really, really embarrassing crap about myself. And apparently you enjoy when I say embarrassing crap about myself. So I'm not going to disappoint you this time. <laughs> and and basically what I, what I want to say is there's levels to everything. Every time you think you know what, a level, what the level of something is, you find out that there's another level to it. And I'm going to illustrate that with this particular episode and this particular story. Now, how can I put this? You think you know how far people are going to go. You think you do. And then you get surprised by how far they'll go. You'll also find out you think you far. You think you know how far you'll go. And then you'll find out that you'll go a lot further than you think you'll go. And you're going to know what I'm talking about in a minute. This is one of those situations where an old friend of mine, I'm talking to an old friend of mine who's known me for a long time. And you ever have something that happened to you that was embarrassing, you tell someone else about it, or they were there, and you kind of forget about it, and unfortunately, they don't forget about it, and then they remind you of the story? <laughs> One of those days. It was about a young me, a much younger me, doing comedy. And I, when you do comedy... When you're starting out, you play a lot of places that absolutely stink. Sometimes it's the club that stinks, but you do it anyway because you have to because it's your job and you're learning. And sometimes when you put up in a place to stay, when you go to do a, a club or something like that in a different city, in a different state than wh- the way you're used to playing. What happens is sometimes the club is great. You go to the club and everything's fantastic. It's incredible and great. And then you go to your room. You go to your room and your room, how can I put this, sucks. I go to said room, I walk into the room and I'm looking in and I'm checking for bed bugs. And I realize there's no bed bugs. Why? Because they're so meticulously clean and they fumigate the place and have exterminators. No, there's no bed bugs in this place because bed bugs have standards. Right. I can imagine somebody walking in there with bed bugs going, oh, no, there's a bed bug. And then seeing a trail of bed bugs walking out the room, crawling under the door and going out the place. Because yeah, they look, we're blood suckers and everybody hates us. But even we can't stand this crap. That's how bad that place was. Yeah, that's right. I said it. How bad was it? I go to you go to the bathroom to put my toiletries up your tooth braced your toothbrush and all of that stuff and i realized you know what they would be better back in the bag <laughs> i didn't even want to take them out and and put them into the into the, the, the you know in the bathroom i was like nah that's cool i think they'll stay in the bag i was gonna put some stuff in the drawers nope looked in the drawers nah that's cool 
think I'm going to leave some stuff, all my stuff in the suitcases, right? Ooh. I'm going, look, look, dude, you stayed in a couple of nice places. Don't be so, so hard on this place. I mean, this place kind of stinks, but the club's nice and the owner's kind of nice. But man, it's, don't, don't, you're being picky. You're being picky. You know what I'm saying? You're here to do a job. You're here to make people laugh. Don't be so hard on this place. Calm down, young man. Calm down. Oh, you know what? It's been a long trip. Let me just go to the bathroom real quick, and then I'm going to sit down and watch some television. Yeah. And I realize the bathroom does not work. The toilet is nailed shut. Why? Because it's been broken so long that they nailed it shut so no one would use it, but they didn't get around to fixing it. Great. You turn on the water in the sink and two drops comes out. Oh, how long am I going to be here? Five days? Oh, this is great. But as it turns out, there is a bathroom, right? You got to go all the way down the hallway to use the bathrooms. All the way down. It's like a football field away, but it's there, so whatever. I'm starting to think about how annoying it's going to be to get up in the morning, walking down there, having to brush my teeth in that bathroom, but you got to do what you got to do. Little did I know that I wasn't the only one that had a nailed-down toilet. There were quite a few nailed-down toilets, quite a few people there, quite a few angry people there, but I did not know it at this particular time. <sighs> I go to use the bathroom. It's a long walk. You know how sometimes in the bathroom it's far away or somebody's upstairs in the house. They're using the bathroom. You've been asleep all night. You want to go to the bathroom and they're taking a bath. You're going, you know what? Um, all right. You finish your bath. I'll go to the bathroom later. You have to go to the bathroom. It's been eight hours, but it's, you know, it's not intolerable. It's a little uncomfortable, but what the heck? Not, how long are they going to take a bath for? Another 30 minutes, another hour, whatever. I'll get something done. And when they're out of the bathroom, I'll go up there. It'll be a little uncomfortable, but, uh, you know, it is what it is. We've all been in that situation. And that's one level of having to go to the bathroom. One of the levels, just one. But as I've stated on many occasions and many times on podcasts and in real life, there's levels to this. Oh, there's levels. The next level isn't just the uncomfortableness of waiting for someone to go into the bathroom. It's the uncomfortableness of them actually taking way longer than you thought. And you're sitting in your chair and you have to go to the bathroom so badly it's starting to enter into your thoughts it's not fly to sitting in the back in your subconscious you're thinking man i really really wish they would hurry up i really wish they would hurry up and you start moving your leg in the chair you're like come on now hurry up wish they get out of the bathroom come on come on come on come on come on and most people think that's the worst it can be but as it turns out no that's not the worst it can be like i've said there's levels to this the next level is when you actually go upstairs and stand by the bathroom. You don't say anything to them yet. You're kind of leaning over the balcony or the banister and you're waiting for them to come out the bathroom. You're kind of moving funny. You're kind of, you're kind of doing a two-step back, forth, left, right, left, right, left, right, hoping they'll come out. You don't want to say anything yet, but you figure if you're sitting there making enough sounds, shh, pff, oh, boy, oh, boy, boy. You figure if they hear that, they go, oh, someone's outside. I better stop doing this and finish up what I'm doing very quickly because I want to be the kind of person that's nice enough to let the other person that has to use the bathroom obviously very, very much because they're stepping back and forth, left and right, and going, psh, 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 psh. I'm going to speed it up, and you're sitting there. That's a high level, but you know what? 
as it turns out, there's levels to this. Now, the top level we've probably all seen, if you've ever been into a public bathroom, is when someone goes up to the bathroom door and goes, bang, 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 bang. What's going on in there? Come on. We've been there. We've seen that on occasion, right? If you got kids in the house, you see it all the time, even though they don't have to go to the bathroom that bad. But you've seen it. You've heard it. You know what I'm talking about. But there's levels to this. Now, I'm not going to sit there going level by level by level by level. I'm just going to say skip ahead about 80 levels. I wake up in the morning and I forget that the bathroom toilet is nailed shut and that there's no water. Right. This time you really I was in a situation where I really, really needed to go. But it wasn't the kind of going one would. Let's just say one would not be standing to take part in the activity that I needed to take part in at this particular time. Oh, I really need to take care of this now, right? Remember, 80 levels above what I just described. And I'm going, well, it's early in the morning. I know what I'm going to do before all these other people get up. Uh, I'm going to go down there and use this facility as I walk out very quickly, trying to be very discreet. Don't want anybody to hear me out there. You know, I turn the corner down. All of a sudden, there's a line of people. Some of them have towels under their arms, bars of soap in their hands. Oh, no, these people not only have to go to the bathroom, but it's a line of people that got to go to the bathroom really badly and they're going to clean themselves. Oh, no, you would have thought it was a concert. You would have thought it was a concert. And they're already mad and people in line making that sound. I told you about what's going on in there. I don't have time to stand in line like that. I don't have time for that crap. I go back to my room. I go sit down. I'm going, well, there's so many people in line. I don't want to stand there because I'm feeling uncomfortable. I'm just going to wait a little while and wait a little while. Because <laughs> that's the sound I was making sitting there. <laughs> and I could overhear them yelling at each other. Oh, mine is nailed shut too. You're the only one in this place. <laughs> and this ain't even the comics. This is the freaking audience members and people that stopped at the motor lodge and were sitting at and all of it. <laughs> now that means it's good. It was just a, like the other people on the show. It just have been two or three people. That wouldn't have been a big deal. But I'm pretty sure that they're in line also. And I'm also pretty sure there's a whole bunch of strangers in line that want to pimp slap the crap out of each other. <laughs> and I got to go real bad. And I didn't bring a car with me. <laughs> I'm beholden to the establishment. I can't ask somebody when I'm sitting there barely holding on to give me a ride someplace. Excuse me, I'm really close to doing something disgusting right now that I don't want to do. You mind if I sit in the chair of your biggest expense other than your house? <laughs> get, get, that ain't going to happen. <laughs> I get back up and I walk back around and I'm going, oh, good, the line is getting shorter. The line is getting shorter. No, the line didn't get shorter. A bunch of people just walked away angry. I'm going, I should get in line. And as I'm about to I'm sitting there contemplating, should I do it? Should I not do it? I turn back around. All of a sudden, there's five times as many people there. <laughs> Another group of people woke up. <laughs> 
go back into my room and sit down. I shouldn't have sat down because now I'm at a situation where if I get up, it's going to be real bad. You've been in a situation before where you had to take part in an activity that one has to do in the bathroom, if you know what I mean. And if you've noticed, you've noticed that as you've walked toward the bathroom or thought too much about the bathroom, the body parts of yours that are going to take part of that activity begin the process of taking part in that activity because the subconscious can't tell the difference between what's actually happening and a really, really intense thought. That's what they say. Well, they ain't lying because my subconscious was thinking, hey, he's sitting. That's close enough, right? And I'm going subconscious. Shut up, punk. I'm not I'm sitting because I don't want to. <laughs> and now it's being more difficult and we're getting to the point now. I've waited so long now there's so many people in line now i'm uncomfortable now and is at the point now where i could feel a clock ticking there's a clock ticking in my, in, my, in my gut and there's a time bomb that's about to explode and we're almost getting to the situation we're at we're at a point of no return <laughs> <laughs> now when you're in a situation like that everybody knows in a situation like that everybody knows in a situation like that it makes you start to think and sometimes you don't want to think about these things but it starts to make you think about things you normally wouldn't want to do like if you have to you know go and it's a number one you're kind of looking at the sink. You look at the sink and you're going, well, the sink does have water in it. And, you know, you know, I mean, if I, I mean, if I use the sink, nobody's going to know. And I could just rinse it down. I mean, I mean, it's, it's not ideal situation, but it just, you know, I just, you know, because, you know, it was, it was, I mean, it's mostly water, right? So, I mean, I, but as I've already stated, one, that's not what I needed to do. And two, this sink did not have water. Aha! <laughs> I'm now starting to hear the Mission Impossible music in my head. We'll be back right after this short break. And now, back to the show. Oh, no. And now I'm starting to look around. I'm starting to look around. <laughs> it's getting bad. <laughs> I'm really pushing it to the limit now. <laughs> I'm at the point now where it's not even really safe for me to stand up unless I'm literally standing up to go take part in this particular activity. I have to do it. I have to. <laughs> and I don't want to do it here. I can't do it where I'm sitting. I'm sitting on the edge of the bed. <laughs> what am I going to do? Hi. I'm looking around the room. Oh, oh, oh. oh I feel like it. Oh, ship is sinking. Oh, oh. I look to my left. I look to my right. I don't even know what the hell I'm looking for. There's no nothing can save me now. Oh, oh, oh. This is going to be bad. Oh, and what do I see? You know those little trash cans that 
you have by your desk in your office or at your home office or those little trash cans you have that you normally ball up little balls of paper and throw it in those little plastic trash cans or one of those you ever seen one of those you know what i'm talking about there's one in the room There's one right there. Hmm. Right there. Oh. Uh, ha, ha, shut up, stomach. Uh, ha, ha. Uh, ha, ha, ha. I can't, and I can't, I can't. There's no water. I can't even rinse the thing out. There's a plastic bag right next to it. But it's not in the can. Little plastic can. It's on the table. I don't know why it's there, but I'm glad it is. No, I'm not glad it's there. I'm kind of glad it's there. Am I going to be able to get to it? Am I going to be able to get to it? Am I going to be able to get to it? Oh, ho, ho. Because if I get up, that's it. I get up at the point of no return. I get up, the launch sequence is going to happen. There's nothing I can do about it. I can't do anything about it. <laughs> Am I going to be able to get to the trash can and the plastic bag and then put the plastic bag in the trash can? Can I even do that in the amount of time? <laughs> it's like being on the side of a plane that's about to crash. You got a parachute, but you're afraid of heights. Right? You can't really swim that good and you're going that high. But you know, if you stay in the plane and it crash, you're definitely gonna die. Right? If you jump out, at least you got a chance. Right? Right? It's like being one of those, it's like, let's imagine yourself being a football player. You had a great career. You got the statue. Pretty sure you're going to be able to have a shot at the Hall of Fame. Maybe you're, maybe you're going to get into the Hall of Fame. Maybe not first ballot, but you got it. You made it. You made the money, right? But everybody talks about how you couldn't make it to the big game, even though you had all the stats. You did great and you have a winning playoff record, but you never made it to the big game. And you know, in your mind, you, this is your last year because you just, you can't do it anymore. You've been struggling to play and you're in the Super Bowl. You're down five points. It's, it's, Fourth and 27 on the 27 yard line, right? There's two seconds left on the clock. You're down by five. And you got one shot, just like the name of them song. You got one shot. You got one shot. You know you're not coming back next year, right? And if you don't get it now, you're never going to get it. You're going to finish your career. And even though your career is okay, everybody's going to talk about he finally made it to the big game, but he came up short. See, he came up short. He's pretty good, but he came up short. But if you can get this done, you're going to get that trophy, walk off into the sunset with a trophy in your hand. And the last thing you're going to see is a football player's a parade. And everybody's going to say he finally made it. And it'll be the greatest story in the world. They might even make a movie about you. They might even make a movie. And now it's time to play the play. F-22 left zebra. F-22 left zebra. Hut, hut. You drop back. You look at your first read. That's your number one receiver. Covered. Look at your second receiver. Tight end. Covered. Look at your other receiver. Covered. Oh, crap. The linemen are coming. You avoid one lineman, right? He's falling down. You still got a couple extra seconds left because he fell down when he tried to sack you. You see your, 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 your 
running back go out of the backfield into a pattern covered by the other linebacker crap and then you see a flash of the color of your your team uniform and it's your number one receiver he's got a hair of separation on their top defensive back and everybody else is covered like a blanket but this is the one guy you could always count on you could always count on can you count on him now this is the last pass you're ever going to throw in your career is it going to be the pass that lets you be the guy that was pretty good but never ever ever made it to the big dance and won the big one or is he going to catch this ball and you get to run off and end your career in a fairy tale that's the kind of pressure i felt like i was under because i don't want to be the guy that did you know what on himself and everybody goes hey ain't you the comic that did you know what on yourself in the room <laughs> hey you know what man you know what man <laughs> i ain't gonna be that guy jack <laughs> so I stand up and as I expected, the launch sequences started. Oh, ho, ho. I couldn't even run across the room because if I if I step wide enough to run, that won't be the only thing running. If you understand what I'm saying. Ooh, I know you're saying, ooh, I was actually there. You think you're saying, ooh, I was really saying, ooh, also. <laughs> and it feels like that trash can was so far away. And I didn't know if I could make it back to the football player. He low, you throw the ball. The ball's in the air. It's got a nice arc on it. You see your receiver put his hand out. You see the defensive back close, right? And you see the ball getting closer and closer to the receiver. And then as the ball's getting closer and closer to the receiver, one of the other linemen hits you and knocks you on the ground. And you're stunned. The wind is knocked out of you. And you don't even, and there's a bunch of guys piled on top of you, and you don't even know what happened. You can't hear anything because there's a bunch of dudes on you. You can't tell whether the crowd is cheering because it missed, or the crowd is cheering because you got it. Because it's a Super Bowl, and the crowd is mixed half and half, the the other team's fans and your fans. You don't know what the yelling is for. You don't know. You just know you got the ball kind of in the, aha, back to me. Ah, my hands on the can. Oh, ha, ha. It's getting close again. Ha, ha. If I can make it a ho ho, because I keep remembering, not only do I got to get the can, not only do I got to get the plastic bag, I got to get the plastic back into the can, and I got to get my stuff off and then be in position to take part of this disgusting activity that I don't want to take part in in the first place. <laughs> can, got it. Bag, got it. Bag on, got the bag on. Rip off the stuff like I'm a damn stripper in a Vegas review. Flam! And then the activity begins. But I made it. I made it. Plastic bag on can. Can underneath me. Me doing this thing that I don't want to do. Success. Back to the fictional football game. <sighs> the crowd is going nuts. The referee pulls all the people off of you. The referee is a flag. What's the flag for? Roughing the passer. Declined. You look in the end zone and your favorite receiver is doing a dance, right? A bunch of the other guys are in the end zone. They're doing a dance review. Technically, you should be down there dancing with them, but you're still kind of hurting from that, that helmet to the ribs. But it doesn't matter because you look up at the clock and you're up by one point with zero points on the clock with zero point zero seconds on the clock and you have won. 
you get to ride off into the sunset. No more on ESPN do they get to say, well, he was great, but he never won the big one. Now they got to say, he finally got the big one. And now when they interview with you after the game, you get to hold up that Lombardi trophy and say to everybody, it's been a great career. I just want to see right now, this is, this is definitely a great way to end your career. You're ending your career, Bill? Yes, this is it for me. Yeah, well, well, congratulations on a great career. And you ride off into the sunset. Back to me. Oh, done. Made it. Oh, God, that was gross. You then go back into the bathroom to get the paper that is used to make sure that this activity is complete. And you gather a lot of it and use it. And make sure that everything is back the way it was before this activity took place when it regards your person. You go, you're glad no one's there to see it. And you don't realize 24 years later, no, sorry, 30 years later, you'll be talking about it on a podcast (laughs) because podcasts and the Internet weren't invented yet. (laughs) Back to the story. Oh, and you're standing there happy. Oh, God, I'm glad that was embarrassing. I'm just, I'm sorry. I can't believe I had to do that. This is gross, bro. Goodness gracious. Then you go, whoa, whoa, whoa. I better tie this bag up before there's evidence that this has happened, not by seeing it or, or any, or, or anything like that. There was no remnants of anything, but you would be able to smell it if you don't tie this bag up quickly. And so <laughs> tie it up real quick. Tie it up tight. Double, double tie it. Yeah. Right, and you find another trash bag. You put another, you tie it up again, and, and it's you know, and then you push all the air out, which was not a good idea. But as it turns out, it turned out to be okay. And then you put it inside of another bag, like one of those lunch bags from the store, a popular store in that town. And now you got to get rid of it, right? So you walk back out to the bathroom area. You look out where every people in line. Half the line is still there. Doesn't matter now. You don't care. You already took care of what you need to take care of. But unfortunately, the trash can is on the other side of that hallway, which means you had to walk past all these people. Eh, they don't know you. Not a big deal. So you go back to the room. You get the bag. It's got the popular lunch thing under the arm. You put the, you try to be nonchalant about it because you don't want to walk down the hallway the way you want to walk down the hallway with, with the bag in your hand, right? With your arm extended, holding it up by two fingers going, <laughs> you don't want to do that. You don't want to be, you want to draw attention to yourself. So you put it in the bag from the popular restaurant. You try to throw a couple. You put like a sandwich bag on top of it like you just ate lunch, right? When you say in the morning, but you get the point. And you start walking down the hallway trying to be inconspicuous. (laughs) But unfortunately for you, several people in the long line had seen you the night before the show. And it was an especially good show. And now these people who, hey, there's the guy from the thing last night. <laughs> I like the routine you did about the flip the flop. <laughs> right. And you're like, hey, thank you. Hey, what's going on? Oh, you, oh, you do the town, huh? Yeah, it's my first time here. Oh, man. Oh, I see that bag. You went to Floopty Floops, huh? Hey, man, I get all my sandwiches from Floopty Floops. What you got there? Guy's trying to look in the bag to see what I got there. Oh, no, no, no. Let me get rid of this. Let me get rid of this. There's a lot of trash in the bag. <laughs> I'll be right back. <laughs> right. And now you're thinking, I don't think I want to throw this bag in the trash can here. There's too many people who they made a big stink out of the fact that I put the bag, that I'm the one that had the bag from that sandwich place. And I just can imagine myself now 
with the people going up to the people to the people that clean the rooms and go, you know, I saw the comic from the thing last night, man. He was a great guy, man. He was he's walking down the hallway with his sandwich bag for the floop de floop. I didn't even know where he knew what floop de floop was because it's not from his hometown. Oh, he went to floop de floop. Well, okay. And then all of a sudden they start dumping out the trash. And someone, one of the sanitation guy goes, you know, there was a bag of you know what in a bag from floop de floop. Wait a minute, that comic with the floop de floop. Oh, that nasty guy, he's gross, he's disgusting. Let's spread the word about him. Oh, I wasn't going to have that crap. Oh, I think not. <laughs> no. I definitely wasn't going to leave it in the room. Can't do that because I got to come back to this place in six months. Last thing I want to do is come back to the place in six months and all of a sudden all of the people that clean the rooms walk up to the room and go, who's here this weekend? Oh, um, would you like some towels? <laughs> I'm pretty sure you'd like some towels. <laughs> I'm going to leave them out front of your door and please don't touch me or wave at me, you disgusting person. <laughs> I don't want that. So now I got to figure out a way to get rid of this crap. What a poor choice of words right there, huh? <sighs> So what did I do? What did I do? You know what I did, my friends? I literally was hanging out with the other guys and uh, I had to carry it under my arm. I had to carry it with me, you know, and I had to go by the front desk and I slipped around the back of the building and I threw it in the dumpster over there. And as it turns out, no one knew who did it. <laughs> Deal with it, punks. Because the next day the trash guy came and just dumped all the trash on top of the other trash. So there's no way to tie it to me without a DNA test. Deal with it, Jack. <laughs> uh, I hadn't thought about that in a long time. And probably because it was one of those situations where it was so traumatic that I didn't want to think about it. Because who the heck wants to think about that? Ugh. But I'm telling you, folks, I know when you know you've probably had situations like that where something supremely embarrassing happened to you. Right. It kind of sticks to your mind. But I got over it. I had forgotten about it. Until a friend reminded me. Oh, with friends like that. <laughs> okay, folks, like I said, I was going to tell you something that was a little bit on the gross side, a little bit of disgusting. But we all have these embarrassing things that have happened to us. It's happened to you. And if I ever run into you in public and you tell me some of the disgusting things that happened to you, I will not hold it against you. I promise. So please don't hold this against me. All right, you can't say I didn't warn you. <laughs> Look, guys, you've been really, really good to me. Thank you for checking out the show. If you love it, check out some other ones if you missed some. And uh, spread the word, tell a friend, and subscribe, my friends. Much love to you. Much love to you. And I'll see you again next time. <laughs>